Hey guys, what's going on? It's Heath, and today we're on our third episode of the podcast. Sorry I'm a little late. I had drill last weekend, and I had a funeral yesterday that we had to attend. So now I'm here on Monday, making up for it, with our third episode of our podcast, and we have a lot to talk about, because we have missed a lot. Obviously, it's been two weeks instead of just a normal week, but... I mean, Fortnite has a new season, there's college football to talk about, which I predicted the Final Four, right, which I really only had to guess on one team, and it was between three teams, so I had to guess between three teams, and I got a pretty, I, I guess right, we'll go with that. Uh, Supercell's new game, Brawl Stars, is out, we'll play a little bit of that today, we're going to go over the Battle Pass for Fortnite, there's a bunch of different stuff. And so without further ado, we're going to jump right into it here with Fortnite. So Fortnite... Introduced Season 7, and there's so much new stuff here. We're going to start with the Battle Pass on stream. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you'll just get to hear me talk about everything. If you're watching on YouTube, Twitch, or or Mixer, you'll get to see everything I'm talking about. So if you want to check it out while you're on the podcast, just head over to my YouTube channel, and you'll see what we got going on. And then there's a couple other things that we can talk about with Fortnite, but we're going to start with the Battle Pass. So first off, you got two skins right off the bat. You got a guy here, Zenith. And he's doing all he does alright as he gets higher up there. I really like the last one that he unlocks at, at level seven, the all black right there with the with the turquoise kind of color, uh, eyes and stuff and claws. I like it. Looks pretty cool. Then you got this girl, Lynx. Linux. And then she does all right. Level three is where she really starts to get cool skin. I like the all red, and I think there's an all black one. Yeah, right there. Those look really cool. And then heading on, you got your V-Bucks at four. And then they introduced a new thing called weapon skins. And it's sweet. I've, I'm sure eventually you'll have you'll be able to buy weapon skins, but right now I think they're leaving it in the battle pass. And the first one that you unlock is this Arctic Camo. What do they actually call it? Yeah, Arctic Camo. And it's just a digital camo pattern that's Arctic kind of colors. It's light blue, um, I wouldn't say dark blue, medium blue, and black and, and white. And it looks pretty cool when you first put it on your weapon, especially since we haven't had weapon skins before. I really liked it. I think it's something cool. Obviously, it's another way for them to make revenue. As soon as they're done with the Battle Pass, I guarantee you'll start seeing them in the item shop. And they'll be pretty cool. And it'll be kind of like Call of Duty where I'm sure you'll get, you'll be able to level skins up or you'll be able to buy newer skins. And you know, it'll be all about whose skins, who's got the best weapon skin and the best skin on that person. But Arctic Camo is the first one you unlock there. Along with a pretty cool backpack that I actually use still that I like. It's just like a red little Christmas present with an AK-47 gift wrapped up like you're giving it to someone as a present and two little grenades with bows on them i really like it i think it's cool moving on you got more v bucks then you get uh just an all green skin now this looks cool on all of them it's like a shiny shiny film green like a christmas shiny film green and it looks really cool it, it looks the best on some sniper rifles and a couple ars because it takes the it takes the like compensator and makes it white. It makes certain parts of it white. And that's why it's got that white line at the bottom there. It looks sweet. The white with the green. You'll have to see it when you put it on a weapon. I don't know if you can see it on a weapon that I have. We'll check out the locker here in a second with the skins to see if we can do it. Uh, then at level 15, you unlock a tactical sleigh, which is pretty cool. It looks like a, somebody turned a sleigh, like Santa's sleigh, into a gunship. It's pretty sweet. One thing I was talking about while I was playing one night streaming is I really wish you could fire these missiles on the side. Not to kill players, because that's, you know, overpowered. But I think just it'd be cool. Like, just a a pure cosmetic thing where you could fire these missiles and have them explode. I mean, it's just something fun that you could do. It would also be fun if you could shoot this jet engine out the back and kind of, like, boost yourself. But that's, that's, that's pay to play, and we don't want that. But... It would just be cool. All right, moving on. Some V-Bucks. You get another pet. Little hamster. Has a backpack. Pretty cool. Christmas lights dangling behind you as you fall. It's pretty cool. 
Then you get Sergeant Winter. I like him. He's the one I got right now. He can unlock different heads for him by completing daily challenges, so it's pretty easy to do. You just do your challenges, and you can get <laughs> do 14, I think, and you get both of his heads. One's a snowman, and one's like a little... What do they call that? I don't even know. <laughs> Moving on. Then you get this next skin called Ultra Red. And it is the same thing as the green, but it's a shiny shiny red Christmas uh, skin for your weapons. And it looks really cool. And then everything that was white on the weapons when you had the green skin is now black. It I cannot wait. I am two away. I haven't been playing as much as I usually do because I've been gone. But it is sweet. I cannot wait to put that on my weapons. Alright, we'll move a little quicker through these. Get some more V-Bucks. Then you get Remus, a dog, another pet. Then here's where it gets a little interesting. You, uh, instead of stringing lights coming out of your hands and feet when you're falling down, they have the cube's little uh, purple glow with the things coming out of it. And that is... That's just kind of just letting us know that it's, it's not gone all the way yet. We still got something going on there. So we'll have to pay attention to that. All right. What else? Then uh, the next weapon skin you get is at 43. It's called Durburger. It's just a it's just a white skin with looks like fries and a Durburger. I'll be on your weapon. It'll be cool. I'm not as pumped for that one. Some people who are like the Durburger, they'll be all right. Then we get Powder as a skin. And there's no upgrades for that skin. It's just a woman. Looks like she's skiing. Pretty cool little update. I think you, I would think you'd see that before you see Sergeant Winter. But I guess they want to get everybody the winter skins before Christmas, so that they're actually useful to you or you know usable. Some more V Bucks. Another pet. A pink hamster this time. And the next camo you get is Indigo Ice, and I really like this. It's literally. It looks like not straight ice because it has white flicked in, and it looks really cool with the white in it. I think, uh, and then they have the the shiny white. It's not quite the, the flat white we saw with the green, but it's like a shiny white as the bottom line, which is the accessories that get spray-painted that. Indigo Ice will be pretty cool. I'm really excited about it because I think it'll make the weapons look sweet. It's not my favorite one yet, though. We're coming up on that. Then you have another pet. It's just a dog with a Skull Trooper skin. Pretty cool if you like the Skull Trooper. Then here you go. The next skin, Trog. It's literally a Yeti. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I can't wait to roll around with just him. I mean, look at him. Look at him. I want to play as him. <laughs> it's level 71 though, so we got a little bit more, a lot more grinding to go actually. With 72 days left in the season, I can work on it. I'll get it. Then at 74, you unlock this is my favorite camo for your weapon skin. It's carbon and gold. It's literally carbon fiber and then a shiny gold, metallic gold. I am so excited to put this on my weapons. You can also put uh, weapon skins on vehicles. So the new biplane, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Your old ones, the ATV, the golf cart, you can put your camo on that. And you can change camo for each individual. If you want your pistols to be green and you want your ARs to be carbon fiber and you want your sniper rifles to be red, you can change all of it. And you want your airplanes to be the indigo ice. You can change all of them to be just that. So it's a really cool aspect that they let you customize each individual one. So I'm really excited to unlock all of them and showcase them in my streams for you guys. But this carbon fiber one is the one that I'm most excited about. I will keep it on for a while. I can tell you that because I love it. It looks amazing. Let's go. 87, you get a onesie outfit. It's a Durburger onesie. It's the same thing as the skin. It's just a woman wearing pajamas that has... Uh, it's a onesie pajama with the hood and everything and the footsie things. And it's all Durburger themed. Uh, some more V-Bucks. You get uh, the dog, pet, Remus as ice. Looks kind of cool. You get there, you go. Just like everyone drops the F on Twitch when you fail or whatever. They got that in there as an emoji. All right, finally, level one. 
Ooh, that's interesting. I don't know if they're reminiscing here, but there's a loading screen of old Dusty. Is that reminiscent or showing us what's to come as they change the map more and more? Ooh. I don't know. All right, level 100 skin. The Ice King. Man. There's four upgrades, and the fourth upgrade looks pretty cool. It's a hooded man with horns on the top, kind of like a crown. And then more like spikes. I wouldn't go horns. They're like metal spikes. And then streaks running down the front. And basically all it changes is the colors of all of that. So the eyes streak down and icicles kind of. And then the horn streak, not horns, the metal crown streaks up. And they basically change colors starting off with, here we go, here we go, here we go. Starting off with blue, moving up to red, then white, and then orange. And to get that is pretty crazy. You start off with, you have to get, you have to outlive a thousand opponents to get red, 7,500 to get white, and 25,000 to get orange. Pretty cool stuff. I'm really excited to work my way up through that to the Battle Pass with you guys on stream. So if you're listening to this on the podcast or you're listening on YouTube, come check us out. The stream schedule is posted all over the place. Come check us out. Watch us play live and come hang out and have a good time with us. So to finish off Fortnite, we also missed a few things. Like I talked about earlier, the plane. There's new. There's a new vehicle in the game. It's a biplane. It's actually really fun. It seemed overpowered at the beginning, but they tweaked the twin cannons that the driver has to cool down, that, that heat up really quick now. So it's tweaked a little bit, and people have learned how to counter it. So the plane allows you to have a driver, one person on each wing, and then one person on each tail wing. So that's five people. So that's more than a squad on one plane. And they did more than a squad because you can jump on the plane that somebody else is on. And that's pretty much the main counter. So you jump you jump on it and then kill the driver or people on it. And you can knock them and kill them. Now you can also jump out of the plane and re-glider deploy. And then if somebody blows your plane up, you don't die. You jump out into and then you're just floating down with your glider so it's an interesting mechanic there's a lot of people going both ways on it. i think most people are okay with it now it's not horrible it was overpowered at the beginning because everybody jumped in a plane because it was brand new now everybody's there's people that use planes only that's fine but then there's people that go back to their normal spots and doing what they were doing like the day uh, there's the first or second day that season seven released i think i dropped tilted to get uh something i was trying to do some challenge and there was nobody that landed tilted because everybody was going to the new corner of the map they added what they add they added frosty flights which is an airfield which is where everyone goes to get plane you can get planes throughout the map too but that's a good place to go uh happy hamlet which is a little village town they added a castle but it's covered in ice right now and it's slowly melting as the season progresses. What else did they add? A whole like the whole area is winter biome themed. There's all snow. Pretty cool. Uh actually on that castle, they introduced like this sword, and you could pick it up and it would drop all your weapons and everything that you had on you. And it was kind of overpowered. You could do you got it gave you health every second. And you maxed out at, like, what is it, 400 health? Like, 200 health and 200 shield. So it was pretty overpowered. And Fortnite has since vaulted it. They just, they weren't ready for it. It seemed like it should really be a limited time game mode of a couple people versus a sword guy. Uh, it was, it's kind of, it was it was overpowered that they let it happen in, in regular, or maybe not regular, regular is kind of turned into doing what you want. But they, it was in competitive, too, the, like, little tournaments. Uh, actually, I have a video on my YouTube channel of me playing the competitive match and killing him at the end. I don't know how low he was or whatever, but I I uh, had a P90, and I just put an entire mag of P90 into him, and then I shotgunned him once, and I got him. I didn't pick up the sword, though, because I didn't want to mess with it. I was too late in the game to, to learn how to use it 
or whatever. So I just kind of let it be. And then so it's it. It took it out because everyone was complaining about it. It really should have been a limited time game mode, and I think that's what they're going to bring it back as. But they got to plan a little bit more because they can't just introduce, hey, here's Fortnite, same old Fortnite that you play on regular, but there's a sword involved. Like, eh, you'll have people that go play it, but you won't have as many. You need to, like, redesign the entire game mode around the sword somehow. Maybe bring bring the storm in really fast, always onto the sword, or bring it always down onto something else. You just need to focus and, and redesign the game mode around that. Uh, two other things that happened is they introduced creative mode, which lets people come up with their own game modes. And I actually saw Nick Mertz and someone else were tweeting about it. They would like I would I like their idea. They said to have a five v five like uh, game mode. I think it was Tilted Towers. They said five v five Tilted Towers competitive game mode. And Nick Merck said he wanted to see his he wanted to see his capture the flag back like Halo. I think it'd be really cool to have a uh, a game mode per se. Like uh, you have the competitive game of, of the cups, and everyone loves watching them. Everyone loves playing them. They're tweaking the rules every every tournament. It seems to give it new, more interesting, more fair. Just make it more like skill based and not luck. But. Uh, I would love to see some competitive game modes matched in there every now and then. Like, hey, who's the best gunfighter? It's pretty cool. And then Risky is no longer a place to go on the map. So Risky has been replaced by a thing called the block. And what they're doing with the block is they're going to take the block, which is just a big cement square, and they are going to put the the best things they can find from creative mode in there. So I think they're thinking people are going to build sculptures or things because you're not going to be able to put game modes in here. But I think they're going to take the best sculptures and drop them on uh, on Risky, where Risky used to be. There's a big wide open. That actually same game where I killed the sword uh, in, the, in the cup, you can see what the block looks like. It's just a big cement square with two signs on each end that say the block. Pretty player. I haven't seen anything there yet. I'm sure we'll see stuff blow up on Twitter when they introduce a new item. I wouldn't call it an item. I call it like a sculpture. I bet there's going to be sculptures or, or, or creative things there that people place down. One other thing that we want to talk about real quick is on the moving on to Battlefield. Is It's a small thing I wanted to talk about. Is They updated the time to kill, which was a major, major issue in Battlefield. But they also introduced playlists. So they updated it in the main game. They updated time to kill. But then they have a separate playlist of the exact same game that's on, they call it core game modes, which is supposed to tailor to old players like myself who like it the old way. So I don't know why you would split your why you would split your fan base up. Like you you introduced free you didn't have premium so that you didn't split people up. Like you made all maps free so you didn't split people up. But by introducing this, it's like they're split over at dice. It's it sounds like they're split and they can't make up their minds, so they're gonna play both. Like you can't you gotta stick to one so that all the player base is in one area. Yeah, you're gonna make people mad and they they may not play the game for a while. But if they like Battlefield, they'll come back. They already bought the game, so they're going to come back. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Ah, You're killing the game faster by splitting the players up. The more you split people up, the long, the faster the game dies. All right, let's switch back over here from Fortnite. That you guys are just staring at me in a, a game lobby here to what I want to talk about next, which is Brawl Stars. We talked about it, I think, in our first two podcasts. And here it is. It's live here in the U.S. I've played one game. <laughs> Not good yet. Working on it here. I uh, I think I actually played the tutorial and all that on my phone when I was messing around when it was released. But here it is on the, the iPad that I record on here or in stream with. You can see it uh, up on the screen. This is the first person you unlock. I'm really not too familiar with the game. Like I said, I've played one game right before to make sure everything worked well. So I'm going to play a game real quick and see how I like it. 
the first game mode that is available to you here is Gym Grab. And basically it's 3v3, first person to hold on to 10 gyms in the center of the map. They spawn pretty regularly. First person to hold on to 10 of them. Um wins the game. You have to once you get ten, you have to hold on to him for a second here. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I'm dead. Maybe. Nope. Nope. Oh man, this is interesting. It tells you how many gems you have above your head. I'm sitting at one, our teammate's sitting at five. Oh, I'm weak health. Oh, I'm going to get a gem. There we go. We're sitting at eight gems. You also, so you can fire regularly or you can fire this super ability. I really like the super ability on the first girl here. She's got basically a shotgun. And shooting does a decent amount of damage. Hey, there's the 10. That's the 10 we need. Oh, no. You got six seconds to hold on to it. Hey, there we go. Match over. We got it. Hey, and I got star player. What's up? Yo, check it out. So if you didn't see it because you're sitting there on the podcast, you're like, man, this guy isn't talking it. This is all he's going to do. That's not all I'm going to do. I want to play one game. I'll play a couple more. I'll probably play some after the stream here. So head over to YouTube to watch it live, uh, to watch it again, watch what I'm playing here. It's pretty fun. These are obviously some heroes you can unlock. I'm sitting here playing with the first one because that's all I got. What do I proceed? What did I get? Hey, she's ranked two. All right, exit. Cool, cool, cool. So that's released and we'll probably, I'm probably gonna play, uh, make a video I put it up on YouTube here of me playing it and reviewing it a little bit more. But just, it's pretty fun so far from what I've played. It's a nice, it's, I, I like, it reminds me of Clash, but it's, I don't know. It's pretty close to Clash Royale because you can just go in and you're fighting, you know, one side, one side. But now you have other people, which is kind of like 2v2, but it's 3v3. I, uh, I enjoy playing it. So far, I've played two games now. Uh, I want to see how long it goes in the long term, and I want to see how it affects Clash Royale. Like Clash Royale has a good competitive scene. Everyone likes it. It's fun to play on your phone. Clash of Clans has survived for so long, even with Clash Royale coming out. And they're still introducing new stuff on Clash of Clans and Clash Royale. They're not all the same anymore. There There's people in both of them. Obviously, some have, have cross-platformed, I guess. You could say, but these one, this game, I don't know if you'll see any of them go to either of them. I don't know if you'll see any of the Brawl Stars go over to Clash Royale or Clash of Clans, but I would be interested to see how this game pulls out in the long term and how the competitive scene is going to look because I'm sure there's going to be a competitive scene because not only it's not just uh, you put players down and they're going to fight each other and you don't have any say in it now it's actually like call of duty where you are controlling the player and what the player does so i i can see it being a bit more competitive than clash royale and taking over the clash royale scene so i'm pretty excited for its release we'll play another game here while i'm sitting here and talking about a few other things that i wanted to mention before we cut this video out it's gonna be a little longer today because i got so much to talk about so red dead i played online they released their online version. What is that dude doing? Hey, there's two kills. Um, they released their online version, and the economy was definitely broken to start out with. It took so long to get money, and everyone complained about it. I don't know what their whole idea there was about all that. But they've now changed the entire uh, economy around, and really, it wasn't that big of a change for them. All they had to do 
was they increased the amount of money that you get per uh, mission, I guess. They increased the amount of money you get per mission, and they decreased the price of all the weapons and, and upgrades that you could get. So it really wasn't difficult for them. Oh, I got five gems. I better hold on to these closer to the back. <laughs> so we're tied to the other team now, but we're holding mid. Oh, we're about to pick up. So I really like that they upgraded all of it because it needed it. I remember playing, being like, man, I'm only getting like $12 for a mission. That, and, and it's back in, in Red Dead 2, so it's I'm playing objective really, really hard here. This is about to be gem number 10 for the win. Oh, they're coming after me now. Yo. I better hide here in the back. All right, fantastic. We won that. I held on to quite a few gems there. Got the star player again. But I was getting pissed on playing Red Dead Online how I wasn't getting any money for completing these missions. So I actually didn't play for a minute. So I have to get back into that, and I have to uh, re-up the Let's Play. So you'll see a couple videos of that probably being recording in the day. You'll see them later this week along with this video. And now I gotta do some Brawl Stars. So we got a lot of videos coming. So make sure to check out YouTube. Look at that, look at that. Hold on. Boom. Drop the link in the chat on Twitch. Look at that, beautiful. All right, a few more things real quick we'll talk about before we get out of here. The first thing is CSGO has introduced their own Battle Royale. Apparently they've been working on it for two years. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I've watched a little a couple snippets of it. It looks, I like how they put their own spin on it. Like obviously CSGO players are used to working off of an economy as they play, as they call it. So they, they kind of incorporated that where you have to buy weapons off of money you find. Obviously you can pick up weapons too. And then aim is very important. Like it is online. The time to kill is very fast. Just like online. I like how they took battle royale. Called it Danger Zone and incorporated their specific uh, niche into it. Yeah, that works. Niche. Yeah. They took, I mean, Fortnite set the bar. I mean, they've been building up to Fortnite, but Fortnite really exploded, set the bar. Everybody's got to do Battle Royale. Call of Duty found their niche of playing Call of Duty. It's literally Call of Duty in a big map. It's fantastic. Fortnite kept playing, doing their thing which is building, is obviously very important in there. And then CSGO literally took theirs and just, boop, plopped it right there. I hope Battlefield can take what they do best, which is large-scale warfare, so a island map or whatever they do, incorporate vehicles. I hope it's kind of like Black Ops' Blackout, where it's a separate game, so they don't focus on Battlefield 5. I really want them to do Modern Warfare again because Battlefield 4 was such a good game. And then Battlefield 1, eh. Battlefield 5, I, ha I haven't played enough to, to sway which way I'm going on it. But Battlefield 4, I can tell you for a fact, was amazing. I think I've spent... So I bought the game at $60. I bought Premium at $60. And then I think I broke the game and bought the game again for $60. So that's $180 on Battlefield 4. And I dropped, I think, over... I was well over 200-something hours. 300-something hours. I played a lot of Battlefield. I don't need to talk more about that. I played a lot of Battlefield. So I hope they can incorporate that into that. Uh, real quick, back to CSGO. That is now free to go, free to play for everybody. So that I think they're... They, had enough people pay for the game throughout the years that they've been able to uh, make their money back, make enough money back where they're like, Hey, here you go. We're going to do what everyone else is doing. Here's a free game. We're going to focus on microtransactions like everybody else. And y'all can have the game for free. I still, I mean, 
I would like to see it. Oh, I'm dead. I would like to see him introduce a way for me to play. Because <laughs> I only really play Xbox. I don't play any of that. Woo! Got him. Oh no, they're trying to kill me. They're gonna kill me. Alright. One quick thing. Uh, Epic Games has introduced their own store to compete with Steam and... I don't know who else has their own store. Origin, stuff like that. I mean, these guys are a lot better than me. Oh, wow, that sucked. That was a horrible waste of a super. I thought I killed that dude. All right. Epic Games has launched its own store where if you put your game on there, they're going to share revenue with you. They throw out a big number of 88% share revenue. It's not 88% if you read the fine print. It's, I mean, they get into very, very big detail about it if you look on their website. But I, 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 it's still, hey, it's still, don't get me wrong, it's still a good deal for game creators. And I like how they're used, they, they took advantage of it. They're, they took advantage of their huge following in Fortnite and turned it into something else that'll outlive Fortnite, which is a, which is a, you know, a content creation little area or whatever. Dang, look at all those gems. I can't believe... Oh, man, we turned this game around. What happens if everybody has 10? What happens then? Hey, somehow we won. I'm not quite sure how that worked. Okay, whatever, man. So I'm excited to see where all that goes. Uh, I'm not a game developer, so I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I mean, you make good money off of it. You put games on it. I can see it uh, catching up to Steam here in a little bit just because of how popular they are, how much they listen and involve the community. But I would love to see here in two, maybe a year or two, the differences between them and really what draws players to each one few quick things here that I wanted to hash out. I have a new panel down in the below on my Twitch where I introduce my new philosophy behind introducing fitness into while I stream and while other people stream with me. So my goal is to get everybody while I'm streaming to incorporate fitness to some sort of their life. Like you don't have to be a bodybuilder or a crossfitter or whatever. But just to be active and, and live a little bit more of a healthier lifestyle while doing what you love, which is enjoying games. Because there's plenty of downtime in games to do quick things. So I used to do 10 push-ups for every follower I got on Twitch. But now, down below, I think it's still 10 push-ups for a follower. But I've had introduced uh, some other things to incorporate legs, abs, and even, I think, burpees into down there. And it's right below. It's one of the first ones you see below me, below the... Uh, the little screen here so that you can easily see what's happening. And I eventually my goal is to have people that want to do it with me. Even though I can't see them, they're going to do it on stream. And then maybe they'll send videos on Twitter, uh, Twitter or Instagram and shoot them to me. And uh, I'll probably repost a bunch of them because I'm excited to have help people live healthier lifestyles while playing games and talking with me and hanging out, having a good time. Woo! That's a lot to say real quick. All right, two more things to knock out real quick that I wanted to hash out while we were gone. One of them is there's a new Far Cry coming out, and I, there's not a lot of details because you're at the beginning, but what I wanted to focus on is it's one of those in-between games, and everybody's seen them, these in-between games that come out in between the big titles like Battlefield Hardline, Far Cry Primal, just stuff like that. and Sometimes they, it's getting on my nerves. They dropped the price $10 for this Far Cry. And I don't... 
If you're already telling us it's an in-between game, basically you're paying $120 for the new game coming out next like next year. You're paying $60 for this in-between game that's not going to have as much content, not going to be as good. You're basically funding the, the next big one because there's two years worth of revenue. Of Well, I guess technically they'll have already made the money, but going through. But still, you're paying all kinds of money for a game that they put half their time and half their effort into real quick so that they could be prepared for the next one. I, and I get you have to keep people interested and you have to give somebody something new or they're just not going to play and you'll lose them. But my thing is if you're going to do it and everyone knows it's a lower game, it's a in-between game, just drop the price. I understand you need the money to you need the money to uh, fund the next game, but just drop the price a little bit and you might have more people playing it because there's not as much content and as soon as that gets out there from the people that are first buying it, you're not going to get as many people buying it as you wanted. Now, hey, if you... I want that kill. I had to use a super to get that kill. Now, hey, if you tell people, hey, this is an in-between game. We're going to drop the price. There's not much here, but it's a little... It's basically like a glorified DLC to our game here, which is what this new Far Cry is. They've come out and say it's basically just an expansion from what somebody was telling me to the Far Cry. The Far Cry that's out now. So I, I don't know. I'd like to see him drop the price. I would say he only dropped at $10. I, I think that's a little low. I think they need to drop it a little bit more. I think I think $30 to $40 for an in-between game is a very fair price. Yeah, look at that. Dominating. Let's go. Killing it at Brawl Stars. This is the beginning, though, so everybody sucks because they're just learning how to play. But back to that, I would love to see him drop the price a little bit more than $10 because of what you're getting out of the game. If it's a, if it's a really big, awesome new game, everybody loves it, I can see it being $40, $50. But if it's just going to be that in-between game, where you're just keeping people interested and busy until the next game, I, you should drop it down to like $30, make it like a really big glorified expansion slash DLC or something like that. Uh, that's one thing that was bugging me when I read that. I really think people should be... Uh, why are you charging $50 for an in-between game? I don't know. Not getting into that too much. The last thing is college football, as you know. Big, big, big college football fan. Love college football. Uh, last episode, we talked about the who's going to make the Final Four. This game, I wanted to talk about who's going to who's who I think is going to win on January first, and who's going to win in the playoffs right there. So I pulled up the bowl schedule to talk about it with everyone real quick. So the Outback Bowl is Mississippi State versus Iowa. Oh. I, I'm impartial to this game, so we're just going to Iowa because they're a Big Ten team. I don't know. Mississippi State didn't do well when I watched them against LSU. Big LSU fan for the next two years, by the way. Love the quarterback. Good friend. Citrus Bowl, Kentucky versus Penn State. Listen, Kentucky did good this year. Penn State, they didn't get a lot of talk because everyone was talking about Ohio State. And Michigan all year until the end when Michigan didn't do so hot against Ohio State. So, I mean, I, I think Penn State, I think they have more history to back up what they've done over the last couple of years. And I know people graduate, new teams knew that, but Penn State's been consistently good. I mean, they had to play, I mean, besides Ohio State and Michigan, they, they did pretty good this year, which are both good. They're all good teams, all three of them. So... I don't, I don't know. I'm picking Penn State because I think they have history to back up what they've done. Kentucky's done very good this year. They're, it's going to be a good game. That's why it's on January 1st. But I think in the end, 
Penn State pulls through. Here we go. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Number 11, LSU. Let's go. Against number 8, UCF. I, Man, UCF. There's a lot of talk about UCF. UCF's getting on my nerves a little bit too. They're talking big game. But they have but they, they had an opportunity to play Florida two times at Florida and one time at UCF. I think if you're trying to show and they're they're saying it's not fair, like we're undefeated, yada yada yada, like we deserve at least an even split. I listen, if you think you're as good as you say you are. You are not in a Power 5 conference. You need to take every opportunity that you can get to show everyone how good you are. So telling them it's not fair, you can't do that. Just freaking do it. Play the game. Go to Florida. Go beat Florida at Florida if you think you're that good. Because you need some help with your strength of schedule. That's why you're undefeated at number 8 and have been at number 12 all season. Because nobody respects who you play. So, I'm not saying they're not good. Because UCF has been good, and they proved it last year. They played, what was it, Wisconsin in the bowl game? And they did very well. So, I'm not discrediting them as a team. I think that their leadership uh, higher up than even the coaches is, is failing them by not scheduling harder games listen you don't have to drop all into an sec schedule next year and play four or five sec teams but if you are as good as you say you are and you want a shot at bigger games on i mean you got a january 1st game the last two years because you've been undefeated nobody can just discredit you completely but stop complaining about a two for one Versus Florida. Florida's a very good team this year. The SEC was stacked. So Florida's, they're not, they're not getting as much credit as they deserve. But they're very good this year. So just take the two for one. And if you're as good as you say you are, just go beat Florida. So that's all I'm going to say at that. Obviously, 100% going for LSU in this game, though. Big fan. Play uh, high school football with the quarterback for LSU. Big fan of what he's doing down there. I think. Uh, LSU's main weakness right now is the line not blocking well enough. At least that's what it seems from a spectator's perfect, uh, perspective. Want to run some Fortnite? Ooh, yes. Be playing that here in a second. Uh, actually, let me message him back. And tell them, yes. Because <laughs> if I don't message back, I'll probably find someone else. Alright. So, big picture, coming to an end. Right here. LSU beats UCF. Hands down. And LSU's a better team. Have a great resume. There, you want to look at a strength of schedule freaking example. It's LSU. Who did they play this year? They started off with, oh, was it number eight Miami? Then they hit number eight Auburn. Beat both of them. Then they hit, who they hit? Florida. They lost to Florida. Mm. That really, that really hurt them. Uh, beat Georgia. Played Alabama. Uh, it wasn't such a close game against Alabama. I wish they would have done a little bit better. That would have shot them into the playoff picture. I uh, played Mississippi State. Texas A&M. Seven overtimes. What? Very questionable calls at the end there. I don't, I'm not getting into it. I think LSU wins. UCF. You need to play better schedules. End of game. End of conversation there. Rose Bowl, here we go. Number nine, Washington versus number six, Ohio State. Hey, I'm an Ohio State fan, all right? We're from Ohio. We're going for Ohio State. Not only because I like Ohio State, because Washington has the same problem that UCF does, their strength of schedule. I cannot believe these people made the playoffs a couple years ago. 
Who do they play? They're a Power 5 conference, so they do play good teams. But they're not playing. I mean, look at LSU. They're not playing the schedule that LSU played. And they're ranked number 9. Like, ah, It gets to me. You have the same problem. Your conference is not as good as some of the other conferences this year. And I know it changes year to year. Hey, Stanford and Oregon might come back next year and be like they were a couple years ago. And now you got Stanford, Oregon, and Washington. And you play in each other. And, and, I mean, they're really good games. You'll have some talk about you getting in there again. And somebody, and you can shut up everybody like me who says you don't play anybody and stuff like that. But I think Ohio State beats Washington. Now, Ohio State has a, a strength of schedule problem, too. They didn't play a whole lot of good people till the end there. They uh, Penn State and Michigan, which are very good teams. So that's what I think everyone was like, okay, they're all right. They beat – I mean, that thromping of Michigan really, really, really hurt. <laughs> I mean, helped them, helped Ohio State. So – Uh, all right, next game, Texas versus Georgia. Let me tell you, I'm a big fan of what Tom Herman is doing down there. Texas has turned around the last couple of years, and I am really excited to see what they bring to the table against Georgia because Georgia is not a joke either. You want to talk – Georgia is another team with strengths of schedule. They played Alabama. Oh, uh, Brawl Stars, here we go. They played Alabama and LSU. God, such a good team with such a hard schedule. <clears throat> I mean, there's no reason. I honestly would have put them in the finals over Notre Dame. I think I think you give Georgia and Notre Dame a game to play each other. Notre Dame freaking wins that. I mean, not Notre Dame. Georgia wins that easy. <clears throat> Texas, Texas is a good team though too. So I would, uh, I think it's going to be a game, but at the end, I think Georgia is going to win. They're just so good. Georgia is so good. Eight seconds here to win this game. Whew. There we go. He's got one health. Come on now. I usually should have won that. I think. I think Georgia wins. Good game. Texas and, and West Virginia were just like this close all year. They played good games. They played good uh, good enough opponents, you know. They prevented a very good resume. It just wasn't good enough because the top tier was just that much better, you know. So I, I'm not getting too much into it. I really think they could have done. They were close. I really think they were close. All right, finals. Here we go. Clemson, Notre Dame. Clemson. I'm. Listen, Notre Dame, join a conference, play a conference championship, play regular opponents every year. You played some good games. You deserve every opportunity you were given here. But I think Clemson has you beat. I don't think there's another question about it. Clemson. End of story there. Uh, Alabama, Oklahoma. Now that's a that's a tougher game. Uh, Alabama's quarterback coming back to a. He's. he's I, oh, I'm going with Alabama, but it's gonna be a good game. Oklahoma is so good, but so was LSU. I think Oklahoma's better than LSU, so I think it'll be more of a game than that was. And Georgia, so I. Alabama has a – I mean, you want to talk about – we complain that Alabama uh, – we always talk about Alabama not being here at the top every year. Well, they they played really good opponents this year. You want to talk about – they played LSU when they were ranked thir third, fourth, something like that. They've played Georgia. I mean, and they stomped them. They didn't stomp Georgia, but – They've done good. They've done good all year. Their average margin before the victory before they went into LSU wasn't it like fifty something points or no thirty something points. So it was their margin of victory. But I think Alabama plays Clemson in the national championship. I don't think Notre Dame's got enough to beat Clemson. I I wish Oklahoma was playing Notre Dame and Alabama was playing Clemson because I'm tired of seeing Alabama Clemson. But 
it is how it is. It turned out how it turned out. But I really do wish that's how it turned out so that I could see Oklahoma make it to the national championship to play the winner of Alabama-Clemson because Alabama-Clemson is more of a toss-up. So for the national champion, I think, again, you're going to see Alabama pull it out, be the national champion, but it's going to be a really, really good game if Alabama plays Clemson. If Alabama plays Notre Dame, not so much a good game, I don't think. Well, maybe if they beat Clemson, hey, more power to them. I hope they do well. I hope all the teams do. I hope they're good games. I'm excited for bowl season. I love bowl season. It's sad to see the season end, but I love bowl season, and I'm excited. All right. So, guys, make sure to go check out this video on YouTube to see what I was playing the whole time. I was a little off topic here, just talking more than usual instead of playing, which is good. I enjoy talking, having a good time. So for you guys, this is a longer episode because I missed so much time, so much has happened. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, and I hope you can come check me out. I'll uh, stream live on Twitch or check out the videos on YouTube. And for now, this is the end of episode three of Let's Talk Gaming. Come back, check us out next week, 7, uh, 11, 11 a.m. on Sunday. We'll be live. You can join us on Twitch to chat about what you want to talk about, anything news and gaming that you got or anything that I talk about that you have a different opinion on. I would love to sit here and talk to you guys. So join us, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, YouTube, or Mixer, any one of those. And if you don't catch us live or see the podcast, pretty much anywhere you can hear podcasts, Google, Apple, Anchor, all the above, and check out the video on YouTube. That's all I got today. Everyone have a nice day. I'll catch you next week.